Hey, y'all, today's podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. <laughs> if you guys want to get your crumble, get up and grab your crumble, crumble, get up and oh, grab your crumble, crumble, okay. please, please, please. Get up and grab that crumble, crumble, get up and grab them crumble, crumble, cookies. Cookies. <laughs> Go, Kelly, tell us what's on, right, the, on menu the menu. This We've week. got the maple bacon. This is new. A fluffy buttermilk cookie swirled with thick maple frosting, a sprinkle of real crispy bacon bits, and a drizzle of maple syrup. Mint chip ice cream is next. Okay, that had that did not work. <laughs> Please! How about Please! That? Please! It's a sugar cookie with the semi-sweet chips, the mint chip ice cream. Then they put the mint chip mousse on top Ooh. and an artful dollop of whipped cream. It's the mint chip ice cream cookie at Crumble. How about the pink donut? A soft vanilla cookie topped with a pink glaze, a splash of rainbow sprinkles, and a hole just like a donut. What about the brownie batter? It's a thick and delicious treat that's crafted with chocolate, with brownie batter, and semi-sweet chips. And this week, the classic pink sugar, an all-time favorite, a vanilla sugar cookie topped with a perfect pink sweet of real almond frosting. And of course, the milk chocolate chip. It's the classic. They can't go wrong. It's there every time you go to crumble. It's thick, it's soft, and it's packed with those milk chocolate chips. Check out Crumble Ooh. Cookies hey. in the shop set hilltop in Jonesboro. Get up and ride them crumble cookies. Them crumble cookies. Okay. Get up and ride them crumble cookies. I don't know if you're going to ride the crumble cookies. I don't know. Don't ride them crumble okay. cookies. That might... Okay. Hey, guys. Anything else you need, crumblecookies.com. Here's the podcast. This is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Wednesday. It is March the 1st of 2023. Today is National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. Mm. Like, that's good. It is good. It's also National Pig Day. <laughs> Pretty much any time we have the opportunity <laughs> to celebrate an animal, Kelly is going to try to mimic the animal. Thank you to my dad for teaching me how to do a pig. All right. Okay. How to sound like a pig. <laughs> Let me, what? What is it? What is it? Nothing. I have something I want to ask you. No. Because I would assume that your mom probably, uh, and your dad probably taught you this. This little piggy went to market. This little piggy stayed home. This little piggy stayed home. Okay, what's next? This little piggy had roast beef. This little piggy had none. Yeah. This little piggy cried wee, 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 all the way. All right. Why did that just sound? Okay. This little piggy's about to bail on this show already. I said I got up. (laughs) There she is, man. She's in rare form. (laughs) All right. First thought of the day. KP, go. Well, I guess practice does make perfect because we have a new baby in the family. And I posted some photos a couple days ago of me showing me holding the crying baby. And everybody was like, what'd you do? Pinch it? You know, all that kind of stuff. Well, who said that? Uh, there were several people that said that, actually. Okay. Well, so my son and I went back to see Calla Jane last night and visit with family, and I held her for about 30 minutes oh. before I had to give her up to somebody else that yeah. wanted to hold her. Uh, and I'm pleased to report no crying at all. Oh, that's good. So all of you that were saying that I was being mean to the baby, hush. 
Yeah, I get that. And I got a text. Uh, you know, sometimes your son sends me random things on okay. either Instagram or, or whatever, different messages. He told me he has baby fever now. You're an idiot. That's what he said. Okay. You're such an idiot. And you're smiling like an idiot. No, I'm not. <laughs> It's okay. Okay, and moving on. First thought of the day, Double B, go. Officially mark it down. The final day of February, February the 28th of 2023, was the first day of grilling season for Double B. Come on. All right. I sat at home last night and didn't eat anything. Thanks. That's not true. You said you were with your kid. You didn't feed him? Oh, no one invited us to eat grilled food. Well, nobody was home. I had to make it by myself and wait for everybody else to get home. (laughs) But I had some chicken and I had some broccoli and a sweet potato. Wait, I thought you didn't like sweet potatoes. I don't, but I haven't had very many sweets, and that sucker tasted like candy last night. Really? Yeah, it's because I've kind of tried to avoid some of them. Nice. Uh, So we had the grilling weather, and I look at the forecast for today, and now there's the chance of severe weather. (laughs) Welcome to Arkansas. Right, exactly. Yeah, so as we go throughout the day today, kind of let me give you a heads up. There is a chance of strong to maybe severe storms later in the day today. Uh, Thunderstorms mainly later this afternoon. Today's high is going to be 71. It's going to drop down to 66 tomorrow. But be on the lookout for a chance of strong to severe storms tonight and tomorrow. Even though it's not officially spring, we're getting that spring type of weather in Arkansas this week. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Glad you guys are here with us this morning. My name's Brandon. Her name is Lisa Renna. Can't stand you, Brandon. You got Why do I do no, this I to myself? I did not get you got lip, lip injections. injections. <laughs> no, I can tell. I, I don't Kelly. have money to spend on lip injections. I see you every day, and your lips look different today. It's you I got already lip know injections. what it is. I already know what it is, and I knew I should what have are you known. Screaming about? I'm screaming because you know how to make. You know. <laughs> you realize people just woke up, and you're already mm. screaming. I know because they know that you know how to make me get mad. No, I just thought you had lip injections. It looks like your lips are no, more. No, I just got plump. some new um, lip liner, and maybe I, I got too excited. You think? And I just maybe outlined them a little bit too much. Looks like Martin Short in that uh, movie where he got <laughs> sung by a bee. Yeah. It was pure luck with Danny Glover. What is that, that was- the movie? He was on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw that movie, but I remember that in the in the trailer. Yeah, no, I did not get. Remember how when I went to Mexico, I got my lips got burned. Yeah, and they, they okay. Well, this is just makeup. Yeah, okay. so it worked. So it looks like. So you're saying it looks like I got lip injections. It looks Perfect. like. Well, no, the top lip looks different. I didn't know if maybe you bit your lip or what happened here, <laughs> but it's looking a little bit different. Today. I appreciate it. You knew we, we would be taking pictures today, right? We are not taking pictures. We are today. taking pictures today. We have guests coming in. We take pictures with all of our guests. Yeah, maybe you need to run home. Okay. Thanks. Hey, there's a story out, and this is kind of cool because it makes me think of my times when I would like doodle. So there is a new business out there where people are getting signature makeovers. This is about their handwriting. Like if they want to learn how to write their name better or have different ideas for it. You can get a signature makeover, and these cost anywhere from like ten bucks. Like some companies are are doing ten bucks, and they'll send you like one sample signature, and it can go all the way up to like six hundred bucks. And there can be elegant designs or subtle designs, dramatic designs, but it's all about like your signature, your autograph. Wow, I want to become a signature uh, teacher. No, but here, write your name. Okay. Because I would assume more than likely you're going to write your name almost the same, even when you try not to. There I've never seen you write like that. Write it again. we don't ever write it. Write it different. We mean write it different. Just write it different. If I told you to create something different to where it looks different. Not like a three-year-old wrote it. 
Okay, so that is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Which one do you like better? The one where I'm, it goes faster. Which one is your autograph? Like this if you're going to sign the autograph. I know you this, sign a lot of autographs. This one is the, the one that's that would make money right here. That's the autograph one? Yeah. Yeah, see, I used to work on this when I was young because I always wanted to have a good autograph. Brandon, you still do. I used to work on this yesterday when I was trying to have a good autograph. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show high five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to a mystery Missouri lottery winner. Let me tell you, we're looking for a new friend today. (laughs) So there's a guy who goes by Mr. T's in Cardwell, right? Just across those Kahlua colored waters of the St. Francis River in the scenic resort town of Cardwell, Missouri. Uh, anyway, so a guy goes to Mr. T's, he buys a ticket, it's a $10 scratch-off ticket for the game that's called the $1 million cash extravaganza. He goes out to his car like he does often and scratches his tickets, right? He's going to see if he's going to win any cash, you know, hoping hoping for a little bit of cash. He scratches the ticket and realizes he won $50,000 oh, on a $10 scratch-off ticket. That's a great surprise. That's a big deal. He was all excited. He went back into Mr. T's. He was excited. The people inside Mr. T's were excited as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. He says he plans to pay off some bills and save the rest of the cash. He's $50,000 richer. Awesome. So here's to you, Mystery Missouri Lottery winner and Mr. T's in Cardwell. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Wednesday morning. It is March the 1st. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Blake Shelton. So Blake Shelton, he's about to wrap up his time on The Voice. Season 23 comes back on Monday on NBC, and it's Blake's final season. There's all the teasers out there for that, the promos and stuff. And Blake says that he kind of knew it was about time to call it quits with The Voice. Right before COVID hit. Oh, wow. He'd already had that thought in his mind, told Gwen he was ready to take some time away. And then COVID hit. And Blake thought, my gosh, I'm going to have to stay with the show. I can't leave them in such a bind during the pandemic. So Blake stayed and then told them when they got back to uh, regular life that he was going to be leaving after this upcoming season, season 23. Uh, Blake does say when he got on the show, basically his entire life turned upside down. It's been this incredible ride. He met his wife and all this beauty. Uh, but he says right now he really just wants to go home and not have anywhere to yeah. go. <clears throat> so season 23 of The Voice kicks off on Monday on NBC. We have country music news today on Morgan Evans. Sometimes you gotta kiss somebody in the back of the cab or on the So Morgan Evans is the ex of Kelsey Ballerini. Oh. 
Uh-oh. Yeah. The divorce saga continues, and Morgan is talking and telling his side of the story. He released a five-part docuseries that started out as a, as a look into his life and music in Australia, but his divorce from Kelsey kind of changed that whole look. <gasps> the original focus was on the music and coming home to Australia, but Morgan says he couldn't pretend like something wasn't going on, and that's when he poured out his feelings into the song Over For You. The docuseries highlights a performance he did last fall in Australia. Here's Morgan Evans with the song over for you. I would have searched the whole world over for you. Took a flight through the night to be that shoulder for you. And I would have let go if you wanted me to. How many times did you say you love me when it wasn't true? I'm just wondering. How long has it been over for you? You can find it on YouTube. It's Morgan Evans. It's a five-part docuseries. It's called Over For You. And country music news today on Parker McCall. Tennessee and Kentucky because you Parker McCollum was working at Raisin Cane's in Conroe, Texas earlier this week, and he's released some video of that. So he was there as a part of a promotion for uh, the Houston Rodeo where Parker performed. Uh, but the people were going nuts, and it reminds me of what it's like when I walk into most uh, places around oh, here. Oh, okay. When I walk into restaurants. Uh-huh. I've actually recorded audio of this, <laughs> and this is what it sounds like when I walk in the door. Did you know Brandon, what? you only wish. That is Parker walking that, in somewhere. Oh, that is? I thought that was from, oh, my no. bad. Uh, Parker McCollum has a brand new song out. He just dropped it uh, late last week. It's called Ain't Going Nowhere. Dreamers like me wander off sometimes. Always looking for something out of reach. Well, I can't stop, baby. I'm begging to stop now. Going nowhere. That's the newest single from Parker McCollum. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know for 17 years before Milton Hershey founded Hershey's Chocolate, he tried to make caramels? Caramels? Or, or caramels. Yeah. You know those little caramels? Yeah. However you say it. They wouldn't have been the same, though. A little too chewy. Maybe. He finally got interested in chocolate in 1893. So he's like, eh. His name's Milton Bradley? (sighs) Milton Hershey. Oh, okay. My bad. Mm -hmm. Did you know the ratio of cookie to cream in Oreo cookie, in an Oreo cookie, is 71% cookie, 29% cream? Well, no. The double stuff, different. I think it's just saying the plain Oreo. The plain old Oreo, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But like, if you have the option of getting the other ones, who chooses the plain ones, the normal ones? And did you know the Spice Girls got their nicknames from a magazine? A British magazine called Top of the Pops did a story on them in 1996. And the writer and illustrator included a cartoon of them in a spice rack labeled Ginger, Scary, Sporty, Bybee, (laughs) Baby, and Posh. Wait, that's how they got the nicknames? Yeah. Oh, wow, I had no clue. So what would it have been if we wouldn't have had the Spice Girls as we know them today? I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to really, really, really want to take a 
So there's all kinds of concerts that are coming to Arkansas or around Arkansas in 2023. And it's kind of crazy because, like, you look at what's happened. You know, COVID shut down touring for, you know, a couple of years here. So uh-huh. everybody decides in 2023, now that the world's pretty much back open, that they're going out on tour. So it's just a matter of who you want to go see. And you got to probably pick and choose because there's no way you can go to all of them. Right, yeah. Uh, so the big announcement was for Northwest Arkansas, Rogers and the Walmart Amp has a big show coming up on June the 14th. Welcome to Arkansas, the Foo Fighters. That's big, man. And it's been a minute since the Foo Fighters have played close to here. Foo Fighters tickets go on sale Friday morning at 10. I mean, there's so many good songs here. The Walmart Amp and Rogers. Welcome to Foo Fighters. It's going to be June the 14th. And of course... Me talking about the Foo Fighters would not be complete without. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. I just watched the video the other night, and I think I showed it to you. When Taylor Hawkins, after he passed away, and his son got up there, oh. his teenage son, and he played the drums in that song. Yes. So, so good. Powerful. Anyway, the Foo Fighters are coming to Arkansas, the Walmart Amp in Rogers on June the 14th. Tickets go on sale Friday morning at 10, and if you want to find out more, you can go to FooFighters.com. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So police pulled over an ice ice cream truck in Slidell, Louisiana, just outside of New Orleans. The name on the side said, Tammy's Ice Cream and Sweet Treats. Well, the 42-year-old owner, Tamisha Moran, was behind the wheel, and they pulled her over because the truck had expired tags and no brake lights. But that's the least of her worries, because it looks like those, quote, sweet treats she was selling were actually drugs. What? When they they searched her freezer, they found some melted ice cream and a bunch of meth. Mm -mm. Thankfully, they don't think she was selling it to kids, just adults. She's facing charges for possession of narcotics, and and it turned out she had an outstanding warrant as well. They also gave her a ticket for the brake lights and expired tag. Man, she got in a little bit of trouble there. Yeah, speaking of selling sweet treats, what is a cowboy's favorite ice cream? Oh my gosh, hang on. What is a cowboy's favorite ice cream? Yeah, and dos that that's brutal and that's even more proof that people are crazy brandon baxter in the morning and kelly perry i have one question for you are you ready to celebrate some local people let's do it let's do the birthdays happy birthday to you 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you for it. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Wednesday, March the 1st of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Ethan Hindman from Tyronza, who celebrates a birthday today. Ben Glover of Little Rock is celebrating Rusty Clark of Jonesboro has a birthday today. Angie York from Jonesboro, happy birthday. Amber Baines in Harrisburg is celebrating today. Brittany Easter of Jonesboro has a birthday. Mary Beth Pinter of Truman, 17 years old today. And happy birthday goes out to Tinley Rodley, who's turning seven years old today. Happy birthday. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday! To all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday today to Justin Bieber, who's 29 today. Justin Bieber celebrating his birthday today. I mean, how old was he here? Like 15 or 16? Yeah. And then we end up with this. Happy birthday to Justin Bieber, who's 29 today. Happy birthday to Kesha, who is 36 today. Kesha, 36. Happy birthday to Mark Paul Gossler, who is 49. That was Zach Morris, preppy on Saved by the Bell. Here we go. When I wake up in the morning and the long gets out of water, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's all right. Mark Paul Gossler, 49 years old today. Happy birthday to WWE Hall of Famer Booker T. He's 58 today. Happy birthday, Booker. Happy birthday to Ron Howard. He's 69 today. That was Opie on The Andy Griffith Show. Oh, I still watch that show. Yep. I still love that show. Ron Howard is celebrating his birthday today. And happy birthday today to Catherine Bach, who's also 69, the original Daisy Duke on The Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah. Give me that sound. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you ever saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Catherine Bach, Mm -hmm. who turns 69 today. Happy birthday, Catherine. Hope you have a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. And we're joined this morning by the man who rented his boat to Pam and Tommy, Dr. Feelgood. He's the one that makes you feel good. He's the one they call. Oh. He's gonna be your Frankenstein. Doctor Shane's boys. Doctor Shane's boys. Doctor Shane's boys. He is the dean of the NYIT College. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. 
Anyway. He is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State University, Dr. Feelgood himself, Dr. Shane Spites. Good morning, Doc. Good morning, guys. And we had to sell the boat after that, by the way. Yeah. Oh, man. Couldn't keep it after that. Oh, uh, I think I can throw any yeah. obscure reference your way, and you're going to understand. It's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, and see here now it's a challenge because I looked over at Kelly. I said I have to have something good for Shane today, <laughs> but I don't want her to know what it is either. So, <laughs> all right. So now I can't breathe. Uh, <clears throat> all right, a couple things. Uh, the doc comes on. We do doc talk with Doctor Spites. He makes us smarter and like legit. People now come to me for medical and diet advice just because I know you. Did you know that? Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, so the other the other day I had this conversation. Uh, Leslie's Mima's had, uh, you know, she, she battled COVID and has kind of had a, an up and down road, which, I mean, I, I think is kind of we see that often when people are older and they end up with COVID and some of the effects and stuff like that. Uh, she ended up going to the doctor the other day and uh, she wasn't feeling her best. And I kept telling Leslie, I said, I bet she's dehydrated. And and come to find out, when once they put those fluids back into her body, she felt a whole lot better. And I'm just sitting yeah. here thinking that the dehydration probably is a major issue that most of us don't address. But if that's off, like everything kind of runs wrong. Oh, absolutely. No, and that's, um, there was, um, there's some information, I guess about three months ago now, that actually looked at dehydration and looked at us. And there was a, there's a big study. And we don't take enough water in just as a general society. Mm-hmm. We take, when we think about how much water we use and how much it, our body takes up just in a normal bodily functions and processes, uh, we're not taking near enough. And the other thing, what compounds it is we drink coffee, we drink energy drinks, we drink sodas. Those things actually dehydrate you. Mm-hmm. So those things actually trigger your body to, to get rid of fluid. And so then you compound on top of that. And so, yeah, as a society, we're generally dehydrated. And there's a correlation with uh, longevity of life and in terms of actually being hydrated. So, yeah, that's um, I tell all my patients, look, make sure you're drinking plenty of water. You know, usually usually carry around a a water bottle or something like that. Or you can just get up and go to the water fountain, Mm -hmm. you know, several times during the day because – as a, like I said, as a society, we don't drink enough. All right. So, uh, and you know, a lot of times I, I see stuff or I read stuff or I watch something and then I come back to Shane to try to see if the information that I've obtained is correct. Let's talk about the dehydration portion of like the electrolytes and how important it is to have electrolytes, right? Uh, because that balance can be off. But I, I, heard, I heard a thing the other day that said that uh, if you're dehydrated, just going in and drinking just tons of water doesn't always help because it's an imbalance of the electrolytes and the sodium and stuff like that. Is that accurate? So it depends. And um, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, I'll tell you that, you know, the the groups that are trying to sell, sell you those electrolyte, you know, mm-hmm. replenishing agents, you know, they're going to tell you that. Let me be clear about this. For most people, normal body, normal kidney function, normal heart function, everything, water is sufficient. Okay. You get a normal diet, water is sufficient. Now, if we're talking about, you know, college football players, we're talking about military recruits, we're talking about you know, law enforcement agents are, are that are out in training and you're out in the heat and you're losing lots of, of fluid during the day, mm-hmm. absolutely you have to replenish. And we'll do some sort of ratio. Maybe it's like, you know, every other bottle should be Gatorade or every other mm-hmm. bottle should be a Powerade or something like that to replenish the potassium and the sodium that's lost. Or, you know, we make sure that the kids are out, you know, that they're in high school football or they're out doing sports. You know, we make sure that they stay, stay hydrated. But here's an interesting deal. So they looked at 
and just everybody, and I'm sure that's driving to school right now, can, can recognize this. You take your kid to the soccer game on Saturday morning, right? Mm-hmm. So you take your young kid to the soccer game, 8, 9, 10, 12-year-old soccer game. They run around for a little bit on the soccer field. The soccer soccer game's over, and they're all running and grabbing their Powerades or their Gatorade. Right. You're actually doing more harm for them than you are good. Wait, Because why? they didn't burn enough calories, and they didn't lose enough electrolytes during that uh, brief soccer game for them to need to be replenished in. Oh, wow. And so, actually, they took in more sugar, they took in more sodium and more potassium than they really needed. So, actually, you're doing them harm in terms of providing that. They really should have just had water. Um, and, and I get it. You want to, you know, you want to snack after the game or something like that. But we should probably make better, better decisions on that. So they actually studied that, and that was uh, that was the conclusion was that we're probably harming kids by by doing that after these, um, you know, Parks and Rec soccer games and things like that. You mentioned sugar, and I've seen a lot of stuff, and I want to kind of talk to you about this because there was an article that came out. Um, you know, for a lot of people, you know, we'll drink um, energy drinks on occasion or grab a protein bar. And I read a deal the other day about. Some of the sweeteners they're using for some energy drinks and some protein bars to make them taste better, that those sweeteners are are probably doing some harm and they're they're really no better than sugar. Some of these artificial sweeteners are worse than just having the sugar. You, you know, you're you're spot on. And actually you're kind of ahead of the curve. Just yesterday or um maybe it was Monday evening, um, or on Tuesday came out with there's an article that came out about stevia mm-hmm. um which is uh which what which what is used there is called um erythritol is yeah. what it is that's the but it's a it's basically a um it's a sugar substitute and it's been linked to heart attacks and strokes and the way that it does it is, is it actually increases the blood clotting ability so it increases the risk of blood clots um in the body which then increases the risk of heart attack and stroke. And so that just hit this week. Um, so, start, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I was one of those that, you know, when I, you know, if I was adding something to my coffee and I was traveling or something, that, you know, I didn't think much about it, mm-hmm. uh, but really got to move away from a lot of these artificial sweeteners. Um, and to your point, you want to go with like a cane sugar or something like that, something more, it's just all natural. But you, you see so many of these, especially soft drinks. This one's sugar-free, so we think because it's sugar-free, that's better for us. Yeah, and, and, and that's another great point. When you, re- when you read zero sugar, sugar-free, read the back of the can or the back of the label, there's some sort of artificial sweetener in there. Yeah. If it tastes sweet, something's making it <laughs> sweet. Um, so, yeah, that, but it, again, this is in Stevia's the latest. There was another one. Uh, you'll remember years ago, there were things that came out about NutraSweet, and mm-hmm. so it seems like that... As these things come out and as we have time to study them and then look back, then we're finding that, that these aren't the best things. These aren't the healthiest things to add. Again, Dr. Shane Spites is on with us this morning, some doc talk. Uh, heart health. I was watching a deal the other day that was talking about um, heart health and uh, basically how all of us need to be more careful because heart health is, is, you know, obviously something that both men and women deal with and obesity leads to problems with that. But like if you think you're healthy, should you still be be checking out your heart health as far as you know, like cholesterol and are your arteries blocked? And is there a way that we can do that? Or does that mean we need to go in for some type of a physical? So what we you know generally re- um, recommend, and this is true for anybody, we recommend that you go in and at least have an annual evaluation by your physician. Mm-hmm. And I realize people for the most part are like, look, doc, I'm healthy. I don't have any problems. I don't have any aches and pains. Nothing's bothering me. I don't need to go in. That's not the point. The point is to go in and be assessed and make sure there's something that's not going to cause you to have aches, pains, um, and issues 5, 10, 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. 
we as a society really don't do a good job of preventative care. We wait for it to break, and then, then, we, then we decide, okay, now I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to change my lifestyle. And not that that can't make a difference, but you should have done that 10 or 15 or 20 years previously, and you wouldn't have been in that situation. We're very much, a, um, some, you, know, the, um, you know, if I've got a large cut on my arm that's bleeding profusely, I'm going to run and get that taken care of. Right. But if it's a minor cut or it's a minor scratch, eh, I'm not worried about that. And so a lot of times our health care is kind of death by a thousand cuts. It's all these little small cuts. It's the diet. It's lack of activity. It's poor sleep. It's, you know, we don't take care of our mental health. It's, you know, you name it. And all that stuff just builds up over time. And the next thing you know, you end up in the ER with chest pain. Right. Um, and so we recommend that, that everybody get an annual evaluation by your physician, because that's the time that the doctor can sit down and talk to you and say, hey, look, tell me how life's going. Tell me about your exercise routine. Tell me about how much water you're drinking. I mean, a lot of the stuff that you and I talk about here on the radio, your physician will be talking to you about individually um, and say, look, maybe we ought to do more of this. Maybe we ought to think about this. You know what? Let me go ahead and run a tracing of your heart, or maybe we want to get this checked out. Some of the symptoms that you're having may not sound like a big deal to you. Hey, I get out of breath when I walk across the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Hey, when I walk upstairs, I notice I have a little chest pain. These are things or red flags that a doctor would pick up on and say, yeah, you know, we need some further testing to make sure that, to be honest with you, you, know, you don't drop dead out there, you know, going to the, to the football game or something. So in a situation where, let's say, you know, we didn't lead the the healthiest lifestyle as far as food and exercise, but we're trying to get better, right? Because there's going to be a lot of us. And I think I kind of even fall into this boat somewhat, too, where you know I'm trying to improve on that kind of stuff. Is there a way that we can go in and, and reverse what we've done, some of the damage, like with arteries and clogged arteries and stuff like that? Is there something yeah. we can take? or? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, um, and what we have found, to be honest with you, is we found that uh, there are some medications that can help reverse like plaque buildup inside mm-hmm. of arteries and things like that. So the plaque buildup, that's what sets you up for heart attacks and for strokes, is, is that plaque builds up over time, it can break loose, and then it goes down and actually clogs off an area of your heart, and that's what the what causes the heart attack in general. Right. Um, and the same thing happens for stroke. And there are medicines that can that can start to reverse that, but there are diets that can reverse that. There like are what? absolutely um, interventions, um, and there, there was a great... Um, um, a post that I saw, I think just this week, um, about a patient who'd gone through all these different diets, um, and it had a heart cath, and then the heart cath had, had shown all these different blockages. They ended up having a stent, but they really turned around their lifestyle. And then several years later, had another heart cath and showed reduction in the plaque buildup in their heart. Oh wow! Now it wasn't without work, and and, and you know this as well as I do. You know you got to. You got to get up and you got to go to the gym or you got to at least walk around the neighborhood. You know, it takes effort to eat healthy. It's not something that's easy to do, but it's, and unfortunately in our society, it's just not made a priority. Um, and so I, I think that's what we got to, we got to shift our mind uh, thought in terms of how we approach our health. And it just has to be a priority. Like this just has to be something that we schedule in our day that we, that we make, um, make central to our lives because at the end of the day, this is, this is, you know, this is the only body you got, <laughs> you know, and so you got, you got to take care of it, you know, as long as you can. Um, and again, I'm going to say diet, exercise and sleep. You know, there was a new article that just came out about irregular sleep habits. And uh, for, you know, if you sleep, hey, I only sleep, you know, five hours tonight, but tomorrow night I'm going to sleep 10. I think about our college students. I think about this and, 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 uh, and certainly teenagers who have these erratic sleep patterns. Um, that's tied to increased um, plaque buildup in your arteries, irregular sleep um, habits. 
So you want to be consistent in your sleep. And even through the weekends and things like that, you want to try to try to just maintain the same sleep cycle and trying to get on a regular routine. Irregular cycles typically don't work well for us. So I would like to turn to Dr. Spite. So much good information that we can share. And, uh, man, think about the sugars. Think about the dehydration. Think about ways that we can feel better because literally once we, we get this information and we hear this, if we can slowly, gradually make our lives better and then maybe, especially for our kids, uh, raise them better than maybe some of us were raised with our eating habits, uh, you know, we're, we're helping the future. So we appreciate your time every week, man. 100%, man. Hey, hey, thank you guys. Stay safe and happy pig day. I think that was a pig day. That's yeah. it, Kelly. Give me the pig. <laughs> that's, well, that, that's a skill that I don't know that I want. <laughs> he is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine. He is Dr. Feelgood, Dr. Shane Spites. Have a great day, man. You too, guys. Take care. This is the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families Inc. Counseling Services. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families Inc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined this morning by Michael Wewers from the Foundation of Arts, foajonesboro.org. Michael, welcome back. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Thank you all for having me. Good morning. Hey, um... I saw your social media the other day, and I'm kind of thinking you are like you're all into the arts, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I love I love everything arts. I think art is life. Life is art. What's your favorite thing to do? Uh, I, I love. I, I really have gotten into painting, and I really love to paint. It really takes me. It gets my mind off everything else, and I kind of get lost in that. But I, I've always loved playing music too, and singing, and uh, you know, just creating. Creating art's always fun. I would like to. I'd be like to do some. Uh, sculptures, you know, I, that's on my bucket list for on down the road. But I always thought it, it just some statues, some marble statues, always amazed me how they can get that detail in there. When did you fall in love with the arts? Like, what age was it? Oh, I, I think it was very early. Maybe when I was about six or seven years old, you know, I started drawing just a little bit, and then I kind of lost it for years. But I always, I, I loved the uh, the creativity and music, and, and just that music that had. Uh, a lot of colors and, and, you know, depth, and I got lost in the doors there and, you know, just getting lost in the whole uh, art and life type of deal. You know, everything that we design is art, and it just kind of, there's so many beautiful things, either man-made or God-made, you know, and it's all art to me, you know. Well, I think what we've realized in talking about FOA for so long now is really you guys believe, your team believes that there's an artist in every single person. You just have to figure out what your talent is. Yeah, yeah, and that that was, and I've always said that to myself. Like growing up, I was just a little bit different. I, I I would always tell everybody, "Hey, we're all artists." You know, people say, "Well, I can't do that. I, don't, I can never do something like that." And I said, "You know what? We're all artists. I bet you could come up with something that's really special that you make or that you do or that you sing or or you create." Uh, you know, so and then you know, like they say, uh, you know, we're all artists, and uh, it was just a, a good pairing for me when I found this home here. Let's talk about some of the things going on with FOA. We talk about first Fridays at the Forum, and here we are heading in to the first Friday of the month, and you guys have some music happening on Friday night. Yeah, and I'm really excited about this. So this is uh, the Zach Childers Band. Uh, they will be live here at the Forum uh, featuring Presley and, Ad, uh, and Addison and McLean. Um, I've seen Presley and Addison. Uh, they are wonderful, and I'm really excited. I've heard a lot of good things about Zach Childers. We have a uh, Lucas does our booking, and he, he's found them. And I've heard the word on the street uh, that they're they're really they're really something to watch. 
and I can't wait to I get to see him for the first time uh, this Friday. So I'm really excited about that. The uh, show is, like I say, this Friday. Uh, the doors open at 7, and uh, the show starts at 7.30. So do people need to go ahead and grab tickets if they want to come and enjoy some music on Friday night? That's right. You can go to our uh, FOA uh, website and purchase your tickets there. You can also call us and purchase the tickets, or you can drop by the, the box office and get your tickets, too. Or the day of. You can come the day of and pick them up, too. So it's first Fridays at the Forum this coming Friday. FOAJonesboro.org if you want to get tickets for that. Hey, I saw something on your social media. Uh, you guys are kind of teeing up the best of the best showcase. What's the vision behind this event you guys are doing on the 17th? Well, um, we, we was in a, a meeting, and, uh, and Christy, uh, Christy Pulliam, she, uh, she was thinking about what could we do that was a little bit different. We're always trying to get creative here with uh, events and programming. And she said, what if we send out some uh, – special invitations to some of the teachers here in Northeast Arkansas and for them to pick out some of the students that they think the best of the best, whether it's performing, um, you know, in performing arts. And she said, just leave it to them. It's a special kind of you're invited deal. And we're going to get them all together on March 17th at 730 for them to perform. So it should be a really special evening. Hey, there's also the Oasis Film and Digital Media Fest, and that's coming up next month. I've seen some teases for that on your social media as well. What's that event going to look like? Right. So so it's going to be the same time that we have our Arts Festival. So we'll have the Arts Festival um, that day, and Film Festival will be going on at the same time. We'll have master classes. Uh, we'll have people down that you can you can look on our site and find out who's doing some classes and teaching about film. Uh, we'll have films here. Uh, at the forum and also down the street, and uh, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day of just celebrating the arts with the Film and Digital Media Festival, and then our Oasis Arts and Ace Festival. We expect uh, a lot of people to be downtown. We're hoping the weather is going to be great. It'd be a great day to get out and also get in and just visit visit us downtown. Hey, we talk often about the different things that you all offer with FOA, right? There's all kinds of different classes. Maybe somebody's hearing us this morning and they're thinking, you know, I'd love to have my kid involved in something. You know, my son or my daughter doesn't really want to play sports and they don't want to do this. And uh, really, really with what you guys offer, there's there's so many different uh, avenues, different places that they can go once they get with FOA. With FOA. Let's talk about some of the things that you all offer as far as uh, your classes and stuff. Yeah. So we have we have an art center. It's just right outside the forum building. Uh, it's kind of just catty corner to the forum. And inside there, we give classes for uh, uh, acting classes, theater classes, uh, painting classes, ballet, tap. Uh, just just, I mean, we'll have a yoga class that we'll offer sometimes. I mean, we're, we're always bringing classes in and trying new things. Um, we had a directing class. At one time, if you ever want to learn how to be a director uh, for one of our shows, you can take a class and, and uh, you know, and fine-tune. And that's, I mean, we can go from all the personal things about you uh, creating your own art as far as the dance and the theater and the painting and the art to actually working maybe behind stage, being an assistant director or working on props and and stage. I mean, we've we got a home for anybody who wants to get creative and wants to expand their their vision and life and joy life. Again, it's time to find the artist in you with FOA, the Foundation of Arts. You can find out more at foajonesboro.org or search the Foundation of Arts on Facebook and you'll find all the information you need. Michael, it's always Thanks. fun chatting with you. Enjoy your day outside, okay, man? Yes, sir. Thank you. I bless day now. All right, you too. Michael Weavers joins us this morning on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by Shalinda Woolbright, who is representing NEA Divine Intervention. Shalinda, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're doing good. What's your day look like so far? What have you done already? I got out of the bed. (laughs) (laughs) What time did your feet hit the floor? Uh, it's six thirty this morning. All right, that's not too bad. So, what would you eat? Breakfast or your breakfast eater or something like that? No, not typically. What do you start your day with? Is it coffee? Is it water? Is it sweet tea or a coke or what? I typically start my day with coffee, prayer, and meditation. And there you go. Yeah. Hey, we saw some information on NEA Divine Intervention, and uh, we we partner up with our friends at Families Inc. and Don Lair, and she was like, "Hey, we should have Shalinda on the radio." to kind of explain the idea behind NEA Divine Intervention. So uh, for maybe the people out there who haven't heard about what you guys are doing with uh, your organization, kind of give us an overview of of what the mission is for NEA Divine Intervention. Okay. So Divine Intervention is a peer-led program, and what peers are is somebody that went long-term recovery, but two years or more clean, um, that has a background in going to prison, going to jail, and actually on the other side of it. So what we, we notice is that um, a lot of times, and then I'm not knocking any program because we believe in holistic care, mm-hmm. but a lot of times when I'm a person in long-term recovery, so um, when I first got clean, I went to a lot of professionals to get help. Sure. But I was so insecure. What I did was I projected my insecurities onto them, and I told them what I thought they wanted to hear. Right. So we decided to open up a peer, peer-led program for individuals in the community that suffers from substance use disorder and mental health issues um, like ourselves. Um, and so what we try to do is we, we offer any type of support. Like if they go to court, we go and advocate for them. We, we go with them. If they want to go to school, we, we typically meet them at the school and actually then they, they have the courage to go ahead and go in and do it themselves. Right. Um, if they want a job, we have partnered with a lot of the uh, staffing companies here in Jonesboro. So what we do is we send them to the staffing companies to help them get jobs. And we also partner with a lot of the real estate companies that offer housing so we can get them housing. Um, we also have support groups. Um, there are so many things because what I've realized from um, being a person in long-term recovery is that I don't just get clean from drugs. Right. It's a whole lifestyle. And so um, any anything that they're dealing with, that's, those are the things that we help with, even transportation. A lot of the people we have seen, we have... Um, Help gotten into treatment, just pretty much help them get their lives back. Even like reunification with families, um, any type of services that we can pretty much think of that somebody needs, we try to walk them through it. You know, it's uh, I've, I've seen substance abuse that's uh, you know affected people real close to us and family and stuff like that. So I, I think I understand you know somewhat of that journey and and how that can be so difficult because nobody has this vision of hey you know when they're young nobody says hey I want to you know, be an addict to whatever it is, alcohol, drugs, or whatever. Nobody has that vision, but sometimes life happens and we make mistakes and we get caught up. And then I think it's important to have people to turn to who understand it because otherwise, let's say somebody gets in trouble, they go to jail for a minute, they get out and they return right back to their same circle of friends, the same situation. Um, A lot of times it ends up they're back in the same situation again because that's what they know and that's who they're surrounded by. So to have an organization that's like, hey, we understand it. We've walked this walk before and we want to get you out of it. I think that's really important. Right. Right. It is important because for me, I didn't change until I changed my environment. Yeah. You know, um, 
when I got out of the jail, when I got, I'm a person in long-term recovery. Like I said, I have 17 years clean. Oh, wow. So um, I've, I've been to jail, I've been to prison, and every single time um, what was told to me was, hey, you need to leave, become a productive member of society, and, and do the next part. Right. How to do that. It was, it was like the only thing I knew how to do was I knew how to use drugs. I knew how to give up. I knew, I knew how to become, you know, I got overwhelmed and I just got stressed out and I returned to what I was used to. But now um, um, what I try to do is I try to let people know, you know, you're not alone. And we try to offer hope. I think that's what a lot of people need is they need somebody to be there to say, hey, you know what? I feel you. I understand you. And I want to support you and, and help you walk through that. Because I would assume, and you can maybe speak on this. That sometimes when you're getting out of that journey or even on that journey, that can be very lonely, right? And all of a sudden, you, it's good to have people there that, that can kind of walk with you. It is lonely because a lot of people don't realize that this is, it, I, I truly believe it's a disease that I'm suffering with, you know, and I need to learn about what I'm trying to treat because, I mean, I just did not know how to do the next right thing for the right reason without being shown and and. You know, it, it's a difficult walk, and I need somebody to help me along the way because my thinking, I could not fix my sick thinking with my sick thinking. Yeah, and so ooh. what we try to do is we try to partner with everybody in the community. I'm talking about even therapists and counselors and all of, all of that because we want to be able – we're just peers, so we're not clinical. So what we try to do, we offer our services, and then we try to refer them to father help if that's what they need. So you mentioned 17 years clean, which, I mean, that's a remarkable number. A lot of times, uh, you know, once you get to a point like that, it's like, oh, my gosh, you have the whole thing beat. But is it a matter of, like, you know, you have to work on yourself daily to make sure that you don't go back there? Because even after 17 years, is that something you still actively think about? Oh, like, oh, my gosh, I have to stay away from that. Well, I can tell you that it's not it's not something that I think about daily now, mm-hmm. but it still crosses my mind, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I, but I work on it daily because I truly believe that if I don't work on it, I will return to it, you know. And like I said, I don't just get clean from drugs; I get clean from um, lifestyle. So, um, just say for instance, if I stop working on myself, the first thing that happens is I start snapping and I get irritable and I get discontent and I start making the people around me lives uncomfortable, you know. And so that's when I realize, wait, you know, hold up, you need to do what you could, you've been doing, you know. So for me, what I do, everybody that works up here is in recovery. Mm-hmm. So all of us attend support groups, the 12-step groups. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is I just go to a 12-step group and I, I, I continue to work on myself. How much better is your life now removing yourself from that situation? I know it's been 17 years, but reflect back on what it was like before compared to what you have now. Well, I can tell you this. Before before I got clean, I, um, I had four probation officers, one parole officer. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids had been taken for me four times. I was a bitch violator, so I shouldn't even have a license to this day. I owe $22,000 on just the judgment alone, let, let alone restitution. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was a high school dropout. Right. And today, I have went back to school, and I have gotten some education, and I've gotten my kids back, and I'm a great mother. I have oh. finally paid off all of those fines, which took years. Um, and, and not only that, my thinking, I was just so... Um, I was I was just so negative and I was so used to just 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 giving up. And today, man, I have a positive mindset. And what I do is I was a leech too. Mm-hmm. I like I suck the life out of people. And uh, but today, what I do is I breathe life into people. So yeah, my life is completely different than what it was. Ooh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And congratulations on yeah. on what you've done for yourself, for your family. 
uh, and what you're going to do for people in this community. I think, uh, you know, it takes pretty special people to jump up and say, hey, I've walked this walk. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not proud of it, but I'm, not, I'm also going to be here to help people and try to help them avoid these situations. And I think what you're doing and what your organization is doing is something really important for people in this area. Thank you. So if people want to find out more about NEA Divine Intervention, what's the best spot for them to get information? Okay, so we are located at 2408 Phillips Drive. We're in the Burton Company building, but we're in the back side of it. Okay. Um, if, you, if you need to call, the number is 870-206-8406, or you can call 870-206-4455. And who do you want to talk to? Who do you think is the person that you guys need to connect with? I think that we need to connect with everybody in the community, honestly, because this is not just my problem. This is a community problem. Mm-hmm. Like, it's affecting all of us. Yeah. So if, if we can get the, get any individuals off of drugs and, and get them to live a productive um, productive lifestyle and get a job and do something different, man, we're saving the taxpayers' money and we're saving the jails. You know, I mean, it's, we're just doing so much help and, and um, bad. And then not only that, man, we're saving that son, that daughter, that niece, that nephew, you know, cousin, and that family member. Yeah. Putting families back together. And and a lot of times people who get in situations where they're addicted to drugs, alcohol, whatever, uh, they believe that's their happiness. And and they they believe that if they don't have that, they're not going to be happy. But when we hear from you and we hear 17 years later, your life is so much better. We realize there's hope. And I think that's what you guys are providing. Exactly. Every person that's employed here is a recovering addict. Are recovering from something, even if it's just mental health issues. Sure. And even the volunteers that come up here. So any, I mean, if you cannot relate to me and you cannot relate to one of the other girls, I, I guarantee you, it's somebody in our circle that you can relate to. You go. Uh, it's Shalinda Woolbright on the phone with us this morning, representing NEA Divine Intervention. Hey, great job and best of luck as you guys uh, push this out even further. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. All right. Have a great morning. All right, you too. All right, bye-bye. Shalinda Woolbright joins us this morning on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families, Inc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined this morning by Dorf. <laughs> oh I'm going to leave before this place explodes. I'm nervous. Dorf on golf over here. Rodney Poff joins us. Okay. Rodney, do you know who Dorf is? I think he is. You ever seen Dorf? Yes. Rodney. Dork, I have. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hang on. Hey, speaking of something, let me, let me, can I get at you? Because sometimes you come in here and get at me. I want to get at you oh, for something. Here we go. It's your show. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. You never treat it like it's my show. <laughs> <laughs> I may not respond, but go ahead. No, so do you know what time I wake up in the morning, Rodney Poff? I figure. Hey, get your violin out. Get three, your, 3.30. Okay. Get your violin. Why do you want a violin? For you. Do you know who sent us a text at one forty-five this morning? Yeah, this guy <laughs> old dwarf. <right> here. <laughs> what are you doing up so early or so late? I, you've known me for a while. Yeah, you know I don't sleep much. You just party all the time. Is that what happens? I went to bed at ten o'clock and woke up at one, wide awake. Oh my gosh! Man. Then I went back to bed I'm about four thirty, and then I was up, you know, six thirty. Now you realize our buddy Doctor Spites would tell you that is not good. It's not like I want it to happen. Yeah. So you wake up. How long do you lay in bed before you decide, hey, I just need to get out of bed? It just depends. I mean, if I am if I wake up and it's like, oh, man, I'm, you know, good. I'm sleepy. Yeah. I normally can go back to sleep. But not this time. Not, eh, not for a while. It's rare. 
And I've been doing this since I was a teenager, so. Oh, that's for real? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so Rodney Don't joins us. you feel us. bad about messing with me now? Well, I mean, I felt bad when I realized you were texting me when I was asleep. Do you realize you only text me when I'm asleep? Dude, you sleep about 18 hours a lot. day. It's like a sloth. The odds are on my side, dude. He talks, lifts weights, and sleeps. That's what I do. Uh, anyway, so Rodney comes in. He represents Jonesboro Occasions Magazine and uh, the new website, which, hey, I looked at the website. It looks really good. Thanks. You told me you had this vision for what you wanted to kind of do and recreate. And it's funny how websites and design change so fast. Oh, yeah. That all of a sudden, oh, my gosh, now this one looks obsolete. We got to do it again. Yep. So it looks really good. Uh, I understand you're golfing later on today. I was told a little birdie told me that. Yep. And I was told you're going to golf in jeans. Michael. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think you were allowed to golf in jeans. I don't think you are. These are, these are golf pants. Let me see them. Stand up. These are, are they? They're that, they're they're that dwarf brand. The door. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Kelly. Oh, I'm sorry. So far, you have, you have, you have kept out of the. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I told him to stand up. I didn't realize he already was. Okay. (laughs) You do realize I'm taller than you, right? Exactly, Brandon. Okay. I told you this is my show. And it's not the hair. Okay. (laughs) Okay. No. (laughs) No. Uh, so what do we have going on? I know there's, uh, you know, you come in and talk about the events that are happening around the area. What do we have coming up? Uh, well, starting today, actually, uh, the Bradbury Art Museum, located on the A-State campus in the Fowler Center, uh, will showcase two exhibits through March 29th. The first is Brandon's favorite, the 2023 Delta National Small Prince. Easy. Rodney Paul. This features contemporary prints from... Uh, Established an emerging artist. And the next one is the Delectable Garden <laughs> exhibit. Uh, this is a solo exhibition by Lauren Crusoe. Uh-huh. Uh, it's open to the public Tuesday through Saturday from noon to five. Mission's free. Brandon, go get some culture. Yeah, Check it out. When uh-huh. is your solo exhibition going to be? Okay. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't draw. Sorry. This is going downhill fast. <laughs> well, it is your show. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is the best. This day. could be the best, the best Rodney Pop we've ever had. <laughs> what else do you have for uh, us? And speaking of hopefully uh, a break, <laughs> Michael Weavers, uh, the Foundation of Arts will present uh, first Fridays at the Forum, mm-hmm. seven thirty uh, this Friday, featuring the Zach Childers Band and Presley and Addison McLean to reserve ticket. Go to foajonesboro.org or call 935-2726. Yep, there you go. What? Charity Ball. That's happening this weekend. And it's sold out. Yep. So if hey, you, no, I think you can do the auction stuff, though, right? You can, yes. You can go ahead and uh, I guess go to the Facebook page, yep. and they'll have the link for that, and you can go ahead and register for the because it's always a good uh, silent auction. No, they do tons yeah. of great stuff. org. if you want to find out more on the website, and, of course, uh, we're going to have a guest in later on this morning to chat about that. So oh, cool. It's a big deal. That's a really big event. So Who are you having in for that? Uh, Amy Turner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be happening coming up on Saturday night at the Embassy Suites. All right. And then uh, also Saturday, we'll have uh, local artist Drew Pulliam will perform live at the Lobby Bar located inside. Attention members and guests. Oh, yes. Um, Embassy Suites, Red Wolf Con- Convention Center. 7.30, Saturday night, 619-4482 for information. Okay. Sunday, March 5th, 
same Embassy Suites. Uh, they will host Bingo, Bubbles, and Barks yep. at the Lobby Bar, 3 to 5 Sunday. This event is a fundraiser for Big Heart Animal Rescue. And then early notification, Thursday through Saturday, March 9th through the 12th, the Link Theater will present The Sound of Music at the Glass Factory in downtown Jonesboro. To view showtimes or purchase tickets, visit thelinktheater.org. All right, there you go. You can find out about all of those events when you check out Jonesboro Occasions Magazine and, of course, the new website as well. And Rodney's going to go off. He's, he's very busy today. He's going to golf and he's going <laughs> to do something else. We're not really sure. Are you sure? We sent the issue yesterday. So what does that mean? Today means it's the one day that I get to breathe. Oh, this is your day? (laughs) You're excited about this? So Rodney Poff from Jonesboro Occasions Magazine in the studio with us this morning. And as Mr. Rodney Poff so eloquently puts it, at the end of every Jonesboro Occasions event roster... Dwarf off. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined this morning by the man you need. Yay. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care. Wet Nose Wednesday. What's happening, Doc? Hey, good morning. Ready for a nice... Warm day again. Hey, yeah, so it's going to be really pretty throughout most of the day, and then like later on there's that chance of maybe some strong storms later on in the day. So if your dogs are nervous about the storms, or maybe they can sense it, because I promise, I think my dogs sense weather coming hours before it gets here. They do, yeah, and I would recommend. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, if you do have dogs uh, that have storm phobias, um, you know, just get their medication ready and kind of keep an eye on the weather as it moves in because there may be some some thunder with this. Hey, talk talk to me about the medication. What medications are there if our dogs are scared of storms? Because one of our Cavalier King Charles Spaniels, uh, Nash, deathly afraid of storms, and I promise you he starts acting different early in the day, well before the storms get here. Yeah, and, and you know, we talked before about how they, you know, their hearing is so acute they can probably hear thunder long before we can and uh you know there may be some sensation of changes in barometric pressure mm-hmm. you know they may smell rain uh long before it arrives and you know they from past association with that sense of smell of, of the incoming rain uh you know they associate it with something's going to happen so you know they're they're like i've always said they're a lot smarter than we think but the medications that we use are usually some form of a tranquilizer or, or mild sedative and it's just to kind of, or anxiolytic uh, are sometimes used, just to try to take that edge off and reduce their um, their nervous uh, nervousness or anxiety that, that accompanies that. And, you know, some dogs, I mean, it's just pitiful to watch them uh, if they're really terrified. You know, they'll go and hide and they shake and tremble and, you know, it's got to be very stressful to them. So, you know, if your dog does have that going on, and, you know, they're on medication or have been prescribed medication for it, just, you know, get ready with it. If you don't have anything on hand, you know, try to move them to, you know, a, an interior room, maybe one with no no windows, uh, turn on some music or the television, something that might kind of drown out the, you know, the thunder if that occurs. So, uh, but definitely if you do have a pet that, that experiences those symptoms, you know, be prepared for it. And if you don't have anything to relieve their uh, stress and anxiety, you know, talk to your veterinarian about possibly having something to have on hand. 
So if somebody's a client of, of vet care, would that be something that they need to bring their animal in and, and talk to you about that? Or is that something they can call in to the front desk? Or how do you yeah, do that? As long as, long as we've examined uh, the pet within the last six months, you know, that doesn't necessarily necessitate an exam. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but a, a, an initial exam does need to be done just to make sure there's not any under, underlying health problems. Hey, we're entering that time of year where, like, we're getting teased with the spring weather. It's going to warm up. And, like, last night it was beautiful outside, which only makes me think that, like, those mosquitoes and stuff, they're probably just waiting to come back out, right? Oh, yeah, they are. I was just looking at the weather for the next week. And, you know, it's in the uh, mid-50s to 70s all next week. I think the lowest I saw it got was 39 or 40. So, you know, definitely I think we're probably past the freezing weather and, you know, this is, uh, like you said, mosquitoes and ticks and fleas. I think first we're going to see the mosquitoes. Uh, I think they're already out, especially with the rain and the moisture and the warm temperature. They're going to be out in full force. But ticks also are kind of an early spring um, ectoparasite that comes out. And um, they really like um, damp, kind of cooler weather. They prefer, uh, they don't like hot, dry conditions whereas fleas do, uh, and the common places to find ticks are kind of in shaded areas under under shrubs or, you know, in mulch in shady areas or under leaves. Um, and if, you're, if you've got any vegetation in your yard, mainly grass that's higher than six inches, you ought to, one way to help reduce the potential for ticks getting on yourself or on your pets is to keep that cut lower. Ticks like to climb up on the edge of these tall um, um, vegeta- vegetation, and then that's how they attach to pets or our pants legs or, you know, whatever animal walks by. So, um, you know, we're in the right time for that. And like I said, I think we're going to start seeing some ticks in the next couple of weeks. Um, there's wonderful products out there now that, you know, combination products for uh, fleas and ticks, combination products for fleas, ticks, and heartworm prevention, uh, you know, can be topicals or or uh, oral medications. So, you know, there's no reason to not have your pet, especially if it, if it spends a lot of time outside, uh, to have your pet protected. And if they haven't been on it, this, you know, during the winter, which sometimes, you know, they don't need to be, but uh, now's the time to get them started and you know, try to prevent the problem rather than let them get infested uh, with ticks or fleas or getting bitten by mosquitoes. And, you know, it's always better to prevent a disease rather than treat it. So uh, now's the time to evaluate their inventory of medication and, and get get ready for the spring. Well, I think it's important, too, because there are some health concerns with, with fleas and ticks. And at the same point, too, like, you don't want those things coming into your house because you know you get you get fleas in your house because your animals have fleas or whatever. That's tough to get rid of, right? It really is, and and yeah, and, and they can you know of course indoors fleas can cycle year round. And I mm. see uh, pets that come here in the you know in in January last month that had fleas on them, and you know they're really you know we had some fairly cold snaps in the winter, and uh, it wasn't a big issue outdoors. But you know if they're inside, it's like they're you know, living in the tropics, they, they just never, never go away. So, uh, and it is difficult just because of their life cycle. You know, a female flea can lay, you know, a hundred of a hundred eggs in no time. And then as those hatch out, 
um, you know, in three to four weeks, you've got a hundred new fleas and they're laying eggs and it can, it can really become an overwhelming problem. So if you want to jump on that, uh, the preventative is always better than getting in and having to treat it after the fact. The guy that we recommend is the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care on Parker Road in Jonesboro, vet-care.com. And on Facebook, when you search Vet Care Jonesboro, Dr. Reed, thanks for another Wet Nose Wednesday. Hey, appreciate it. And Kelly, better uh, track down your Thunder shirt. You may need it today. Thank you so much. There you go. <laughs> Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families Inc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by Cassie Wright, who has uh, come into the studio with gifts. <laughs> yeah, you know that's the way to our heart, right? Uh-huh. Is to come in with uh, gifts. I sure do gifts that we that's can why I bring eat. <laughs> <laughs> How are you this morning? I'm good. Thank you guys so much for having me again. And so we wanted to chat with Cassie about the Big Heart Animal Rescue, and Rodney Poff actually alluded to this event a little bit earlier on in the Jonesboro Occasions event roster. Uh, bingo, bubbles and barks. You're kicking it off this week. Yes, very first one. It's going to be Sunday. 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. at the Lobby Bar and yep. Embassy Suites. Let's talk about kind of your why behind the Big Heart Animal Rescue. And we talked to you about this a few months ago, and you were kind of trying to get the word out and let people know that you have this heart for animals and these innocent eyes of these puppies who look up at you and they just want to be loved and hugged mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, what happens with Big Heart Animal Rescue and why is this your deal? So grew up on a farm, so I've all obviously always loved animals, mm-hmm. um, but... Right now, I feel like more than ever, rescue is just, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. It's its really bad. It's the worst it's ever been. People that have been doing this for years and years will tell you it's the worst it's ever been. In what way? What's bad about it? Overpopulation, yeah. especially in our area. And we used to, like, we could network and transport animals up north, and now they're full. So oh, that's wow. how bad it is. Mm. So there's just nowhere for them to go. So I have been trying to spay, neuter other people's dogs for Mm -hmm. them. And so that's why I'm I'm always asking, begging for donations. But it's not just for the dogs that I that I have in my rescue. Like I also try and and that's lots of other rescues right now, too. Like we're all spending our money to try to help other people because we just can't take in any more puppies. What do you think the situation is? Why are people not spaying and neutering? Is it just they don't have the money to do it? They don't think it's important or? Um, both. And so that's what I'm really trying to focus on with these events is just spreading awareness and education that mm-hmm. I think our area really lacks. Right. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think that makes sense. And we think, oh, what's it going to matter? Blah, 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 blah. But then let's say all of a sudden, you know, a female dog that's your dog ends up pregnant. You don't know what to do with the with the puppies. Mm-hmm. and. That's where you get into a situation where somebody comes in, hey, I have four puppies. I I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. All day, every day. I have message after message like, my dog just had puppies. Can you take them? Or Mm -hmm. I've had these dogs dumped on me. Can you take them? Mm -hmm. And we don't have any room. So you're out of room, too. Yeah. We're all full. So that's crazy. So when you say that everybody's full, what happens? Let's say there's a dog that's out there. Do you just have to turn people away? Or you try to tell them some other place that can't take them either? That's what keeps us up at night is yeah. having to turn them away. It's awful. 
Gosh. That bothers yeah. you, doesn't it? I oh, can see in your yeah. eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's it's overwhelming. I've had, I think I'm pretty close to having a breakdown no. at, at any moment. <laughs> Hang on, have a donut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, so, so this is something that you feel very passionate about mm-hmm. and you want to spread the word on. So, And it's cool that the team at the embassy and the lobby bar, that they're going to kind of partner with you guys on this event. What's going to be happening coming up on Sunday? Yes. So I want to give a shout out to Trevor Harbors, who um, he manages the lobby bar yeah. and he is awesome yeah he, he works with other nonprofits as well i mean he's just he's doing all kinds of good things for nonprofits, but also just like really fun events that yep. jonesboro needs well and it's a fun event in a really awesome mm-hmm. place to go to yes like that's becoming a place where i mean you, you drive yeah. by there and you realize people have caught on to the fact you can go hang in the lobby and have a great time mm-hmm. right yeah it's super nice um but so we're gonna play bingo it's so it's a free event mm-hmm. uh, it's kid friendly there will be dogs. Yes. Uh, Jonesboro Animal Control. Got to give a shout out to them, too, because I love those guys. Yeah. Our animal control does not get enough credit. Yeah. yeah they they are wonderful. Yeah. So, hey, their facility's awesome, too. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I remember the old facility. The first time I went there was the old facility. And when we saw what they were building, they knew, and the city was on top of it, they knew that was going to be something that was important. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the mayor has been on board, you know, with getting, I've been trying to get animal control involved in like all of my events as sure. well. And the mayor from day one, he's like, yep, let's do it. So I just, I just love our city as far as, you know, welfare for animals goes. Well, I like the fact that you come in here and you're talking about the other places that are helping animals too. It's not like you're saying, hey, I'm the only one out there. I'm the best one out there. Like, hey, no, we all need help with these events. All of us. (laughs) So it's a day of bingo. It's bingo, bubbles, and barks. We understand the bingo part. Obviously, the dogs are the barks. What part is the bubbles? The bubbles. Bubbles are the... <laughs> the fun time, right? The fun time, yes. <laughs> so so this event starts at three, and basically you're going to go until it's done. Yeah, we're saying three to five, um, and then we're saying maybe five rounds of bingo, but if, if we need to put more rounds in there, we will. Um, we're going to have prizes, and I'll provide like some light refreshments, cookies, cupcakes, sure. you know. Those kind of things. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. You can take your, we're going to have like a photo booth. So you can take your picture with the dogs that animal control is bringing out. Oh. And then Trevor's going to do like a cool contest for it. And it's going to be a lot. Of so fun. other than money, what else do you need? Like what, what, if I came up to you and I was like, what can I do besides give money? What would you say? Foster. Got it. <laughs> Open okay. your home. I, yeah. Yes. I, we, we say it all the time. Like, fostering saves lives but it really does because without fosters we cannot keep taking them in Mm -hmm. yeah i've had the chance to talk to somebody who's um unfortunately had to be there when dogs were put down Mm -hmm. just because they weren't adopted Mm -hmm. because nobody was there to take them uh and it was uh, that person i'm not going to identify the person but i could always tell after he had to do that Mm -hmm. because he was hyper emotional for a couple of days because you take these innocent little animals who who don't understand what's going on. And all of a sudden that happens. Right. Like that's real sad. If people want to, number one, if they want to help uh, bingo, uh, bingo bubbles and barks happens on Sunday at the lobby bar at the embassy suites, Red Wolf convention center. Uh, Do people need to tell you they're coming or just show up? They can just show up. Now I have, I've created an event on Facebook so Mm -hmm. they can, you know, go select if they're going or not, but they can just show up. 
So the way you're going to raise money is by because you said it was free at first. Yes. Yeah. So they can. So your first game is free, and then after that, it's. I think we're doing two dollars per bingo card. Oh wow! So that's kind of gotcha. how we're getting the you know the donations. And then if people want to, so Animal Control needs cleaning supplies. So mm-hmm. if people want to bring cleaning supplies to the event, that would be awesome. Me myself, I just I just need money. Gotcha. <laughs> Bring some cash. And if people want to find out more about Big Heart Animal Rescue, maybe they heard your passion, they heard your heart on the radio, and they're like, "Hey, I want to help her in, in some way." Uh, how can they find out more? Facebook, Big Heart Animal Rescue on Facebook. All right. Nice to see you this morning. Thank you. Thanks thank for you, the thank donuts. You. And best of luck Sunday. Again, it's Bingo Bubbles and Barks at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in the Lobby Bar. And Cassie Wright joins us this morning on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families, Inc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. Well, we're joined this morning by Amy Turner, who is representing the Junior Auxiliary of Jonesboro Charity Ball, which happens this coming Saturday Amy, how are you this morning? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Good. Hey, we're good. Uh, I would assume because, you know, we dealt with you guys pretty closely last year as you were prepping for Charity Ball. I would imagine uh, this week is one of the longest weeks of the year for you. Um, honestly, so far, it is actually flying by, but it's because we are we're still just busy bees trying to make sure all the last minute things come together. Let's talk about uh, Charity Ball because this is a huge fundraiser that uh, works for the service projects of Junior Auxiliary of Jonesboro. Uh, why did you get involved with JA? Yes, um, so actually this is our only fundraiser for the organization like throughout the whole year. So um, it's <laughs> it's kind of an important one, but why did I get involved with JA? Well, that kind of goes back to um, my history. I've got my degree in early childhood education. And then after having babies at inconvenient times in the year, it just never worked out for me to get a job as a teacher. Mm-hmm. So I, a friend of mine reached out and was like, Hey, I know you, you love to be in the classrooms. You love to help kids. Um, this would be a great way for you to get involved in that again. And so I jumped on it and I've, I've loved it. Yeah. So when people sign up to be a part of JA, it's like you, you build this new, uh, it's this new group of people that comes together for the same cause. And that's going to be to get out there and to get in the classrooms and to help kids. Uh, some kids that are at risk, some kids who need help with further development. Uh, what's been the most, uh, I guess the most exciting thing that you've been a part of, what's the thing that kind of, uh, keeps you going with JA? There are, there are so many things actually there, but I want to say the biggest surprise to me after joining Jay was, um, our, our project called Growing Healthy. I went in and shadowed that my first year in Jay and that, you know, shadowing, we kind of just go in and try to learn what projects may fit us best and all of that. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to like this because what we do is we bring pig heart and lungs into the schools and we have sixth graders dissect them. And we, you know, we just help with that process and help them kind of learn what your healthy heart looks like versus what your unhealthy heart looks like. And then same for the lungs. So, you know, making those healthy choices and the impact that that had on me just, you know, in general to actually be able to see those organs and be like, oh, yes, this is inside of my body doing this important function and I need to take care of it daily. I love the idea that I'm helping those kids learn that as well. So I 
I love that project. I love to go into the schools. And, you know, the sixth graders, some of them just love it, and some of them are, like, running <laughs> from the room, you know. And we honor we honor all experiences. We're like, if you need to go, you go. That's fine. Yeah. So. so I bet because of that, it probably impacted the way that you would, uh, you know, probably feed your kids and, and keep them active at the same point. Because once you see that, I think, you know, hey, I want I want good for me, but I want great for my kids. Definitely, definitely. And we hope that those kids are, you know, seeing that in an opportune time as well, that they can themselves make um, the great choices moving forward um, or better choices. You know, I know they're always going to love it, but we've got that, what, 80-20 ratio, you know, 80 80 good, 20 bad, you know, have your little bits of things, but, but treat your body well. So with Charity Ball, you know, we talk about this and we, we we really start talking about it early. And the great news is, is tickets, as of what we have heard, uh, are completely sold out. Is that still the case? That is the case. I've had, you know, a few friends reaching out and kind of last minute, like, hey, any chance we can get a ticket? And, you know, we've had one or two spots available here and there, but it's like one seat at a at a random table. Mm-hmm. So um, at this point, I think all of those have even been taken. So we've, we've sold out and that's. That's great news. It's, it's amazing news, actually. So. so let's talk about the way that we can still help, and that is through the silent auction, which I was going through uh, the Facebook page and found the link. There's a ton of stuff up on the silent auction already. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of stuff on the silent auction, and I've been blown away by the response the community has had and then the work that the girls on our silent auction committee have put in to, to gather all of these items. Um, you know, Some of my favorites I love, of course, um, Define Med Spa, Vanstone Med Spa, they've both given silent auction items. And then uh, Welby Wood, um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with Welby Young, but he he makes these yeah. amazing um, charcuterie boards, and he donated a uh, table. And so I'm so excited to see that actually in person. It should be there at the event. So um, lots of amazing things, honestly. I mean, I'm going through here, like, here's home plans. Here's an outdoor lighting package. Here's a lazy mm-hmm. boy. Uh, here's Grizzly Sweets tickets. Here's uh, a venue mm-hmm. rental at the silos. Like, literally, you just keep on scrolling. Let me see how many. It's going to list about, oh, my gosh, how many items? It looks like there's going to be well over 100, right? Yes. Yeah. Actually, I don't have that final number on that, but there are there are well over 100. And it is. It does range from everything from, like, lawn care packages, um, car detailing. Um, I mean, just anything that you may use on your daily um, excursions in town, mm-hmm. we may have a silent auction item there for it. And you can get on there, bid for it, and get it at less than what you would send your, you know, just go into the place. No, yeah, so no. it, it's an amazing option because you can do that. And then you're also supporting your favorite local nonprofit. So. Yeah, there's 140 items that are up for auction. Wow. And I guarantee you, as you go through there, you're going to find stuff. And they actually have them by category as well. So you can go uh, mm-hmm. beauty and wellness or dining and drinks, health and fitness, home and garden, kids and family, shopping and retail. Uh, and what's the best way, would you think, to tell people to go to be able to check out this silent auction? Um, so you can check out our Facebook page for sure, Junior Auxiliary of Jonesboro, Arkansas. Um, and then you can also go to just the, the regular BidPal website, which is um, one dot dot net slash J a charity ball 2023. Yep. Hey, we'll share that link here in a few minutes on our socials too, because, uh, this is great stuff and it's a, it's a great way that we can continue to fundraise for junior auxiliary. And again, charity ball happens coming up on Saturday. I know, uh, Amy, we're going to be talking to people this morning too, who are already planning on being there. What's it going to look That's like great. when people walk inside the embassy suites? 
Oh, I'm so excited about it this year. So the the theme is circus soiree. So as you can imagine, we're going to have lots of um, circus things going on. But a new thing that we added this year is a red carpet. And Honda of Jonesboro actually is sponsoring that. So we're super grateful to them. There's going to be a red carpet with a little bit of paparazzi action. So you'll have a a photo opportunity right there as you come in. Mm -hmm. And then um, you'll come through, you'll look at all the silent auction items. And then when you enter into the grand ballroom, we'll have a special surprise in there. But I want to kind of keep that quiet until (laughs) until the day of. So, But we're really excited about a lot of the things that will be going on. It's a really fun event. You get dressed up. You look your best. You have great food. You have some uh, some fun times in there. And then at the end of the night, man, people get up and they dance and they just have fun, don't they? Dance. And then we've also got gaming. So we've got um, – now, we were going to have a poker tournament, but uh, we sadly had to remove that. We didn't have enough people enter in enough time to keep that option open. So if people want to do that, maybe let us know, and maybe we can keep that in there for next year. But um, the gaming room has been something that we've done the past – couple of in-person events and it's been a huge hit so we'll have gaming room full of people and then people on the dance floor all night long with memphis soul review this year so um i think it's going to be a blast and you can stay until midnight there you go it's happening on saturday at the embassy suites red wolf convention center it's charity ball 2023 with junior auxiliary of jonesboro you can find out more if you go to jajonesboro.org or go to the facebook page and you can find the link to the silent auction as well. Just search Junior Auxiliary of Jonesboro, Arkansas on Facebook. And, Amy, we appreciate your time this morning. Yes, thank you both so much. All right, have a good yeah. day. It's Amy Turner this morning on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you want to check out the show, today's show, you can always go and download the podcast. All you have to do is search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The third season premiere of The Mandalorian on Disney Plus, The Masked Singer, the 44th season premiere of Survivor, also on tonight, The Flash, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, A Million Little Things, The Ark, and Chicago PD. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.